Welcome to Abide's Kids Bedtime Stories. I'm Tyler Boss. Today's story is brought to you by our partners at Life Audio. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Head over to lifeaudio.com now. Remember, you can have full access to all our meditations commercial-free. Just text ABIDE to 22433 for 25% off. All right, it's time to settle into bed and drift off to sleep with this bedtime story. Welcome to this Abide Sleep Story. We're glad and honored you've decided to join us tonight as you go to sleep. Come on with me to one of my favorite places and meet one of my favorite people. We call her Granny Edith, and I've known her since I was, so oh, just a child. She's not my real granny, but she's always been there, with a story and a song, and sometimes a story about a song. And oh, how she loves Jesus, and she wants you to love him too. Her porch is the happiest place I've ever been, and if you try real hard, I just bet you can smell whatever it is she's baking tonight. You just settle in, and Granny Edith will be right here. Goodness, I didn't know you were here. Welcome to my porch. I'm always excited to welcome guests here. That's why my daddy built this big old porch. And I use it every chance I get. (sighs) This is where I come at the end of the day, just to sit on my porch swing and relax with a glass of tea. Maybe have a cookie or two or three. You know I have a sweet tooth. see you're ready to get some rest, too. Well, you couldn't have come to a better place. I can get to talking, and you can fall asleep. I promise it won't bother me in the least. (laughs) I'm used to it. I don't know about you, but I had a busy day. And it wasn't exactly stress-free, if you know what I'm saying. But now it's over, and I'll try to look toward tomorrow. I'm going to take a couple deep breaths and just try to clear my mind. Why don't you join me? Mm. Breathe in through the nose. And out through the mouth. Breathe in through the nose again. And then out through the mouth. My grandnephew was a doctor or nurse or physician's assistant or something like that. Something to do with medicine. Well, he told me that getting oxygen to your brain will help you think more clearly sometimes. I know when I do that little breathing exercise, I tend to be a little less forgetful. 
one thing I want to remember always is to give thanks and praise to God. Let me do that right now. Gracious God, thank you for loving us. Thank you for providing for us. Thank you for my friend. And please bless them now. Bless them with rest and that peace that passes all understanding. Give them sweet peace. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope you don't mind if I have a drink of my sweet tea. If I could, I'd share it with you. We probably both need to rest, and I don't want my tea to give you more sugar. Not when it's time to sleep. Well, especially how I fix it. <laughs> Trust me on that. I know it's difficult, but instead of thinking about the day I've just finished, I like to just look ahead to tomorrow. Especially if the day was... Not as much fun as I'd hoped for. My daddy taught me that we can't fix something we or somebody else messed up while we're lying in bed. So it's best not to lose sleep over it. <sighs> like I said, that isn't always easy. I know when things get quiet and there's nothing to look at. That's when my mind starts trying to fix problems. In fact, my mind starts a-racing, and it's hard to get it under control. That's when it's important to remember that God has everything under control. Or as my grandson Toby says, God's got this. Whatever happened today wasn't a surprise to him. If you gotta think about it, go ahead and tell God about it. He wants to hear you talk to him, even if you can't talk out loud. And ask him to help ease your mind, calm your heart and soul, bring peace and rest. Nobody does it better than our God. When I get excited or anxious, I like to remember a verse, Psalm 46, 10. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Does that give you an idea how great God is? It should. He's greater than all the nations. And he's greater than all the earth. Of course he is. He made them all. This verse reminds me of the song. I'm always reminded of a song, usually an old hymn. Be still, my soul. Do you know this one? <clears throat> Be still, my soul. The Lord is on thy side. Be still, my soul, the Lord is on thy side. Be still, my soul, 
the Lord is on thy side. Bear patiently the cross of grief or pain. Leave to thy God to order and provide. In every change, he faithful will remain. Be still, my soul, thy best, thy heavenly friend. Through thorny ways leads to a joyful end. Leads to a joyful end. I know it sounds like I'm reading some ancient scroll or something, but I'll tell you what it means. Sometimes it sounds like that short green guy with big ears from that Space Wars movie. The guy who talks backwards on occasion. In every change, he faithful will remain. That certainly gives me hope and encouragement. No matter what happens, whatever new things this old world throws at us, he is faithful and will remain with us. What do we need to fear if God is with us for the long haul, as my truck-driving friends say? Thy best, thy heavenly friend, through thorny ways... Leads to a joyful end. My best, my heavenly friend, through thorny ways, leads to a joyful end. That means no matter how difficult the path is, the destination will be joyful and happy. And it's also a reminder that we don't walk that path alone. Our heavenly friend is with us the whole way, even if it doesn't seem like it. Be still, my soul, thy God doth undertake to guide the future as he has the past. Thy hope, thy confidence, let nothing shake. All now mysterious shall be bright at last. Be still, my soul, though waves and winds still know. His voice who ruled them while he dwelt below. This verse has become very special to me the older I get. The world has changed a lot. 
But it's clear to me that God is in control of things. Even in bad times, he's still sitting on his throne. And he's taken some very troubling situations and made good come from them. Only God can do that. How can you explain that, except that God uses people, even broken people, to reveal himself? Thy hope, thy confidence, let nothing shake. All now mysterious shall be bright at last. Well, nothing is a mystery to God. My daddy loved the story of Joseph in the Bible. I think for this here reason. Joseph had a situation with his brothers and they actually sold him to a pack of travelers. Those travelers brought him to Egypt, where he became a slave in the house of a guy named Potiphar. Now, you know this isn't the way Joseph planned for his life to go. And while he was in Potiphar's house, his boss's wife even lied about him. Got him in more trouble until Joseph ended up in jail. Now, don't let it worry you. <laughs> I won't tell you a story that don't have a happy ending. <laughs> Joseph was in jail for years. And you know what he did in that time? He kept praying to God. He was faithful and he was obedient. That's just what was in his heart. I'm sure when he was there, his soul wasn't always still, but he was faithful and obedient. And God used him. God used Joseph to interpret a couple of dreams for some other men that were in prison with him. And as usual, when God is involved, what he said was right. One of those fellas remembered Joseph and helped him get out of prison, even though it was many years later. That fella also got Joseph in front of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. That's a bigger stage than the Grand Old Opry. <laughs> uh, pardon me while I wet my whistle one more time. See, Pharaoh had a dream that worried him, but Joseph showed him it wasn't something to worry about, but something to prepare for. Joseph actually saved the whole country. His actions made sure there was plenty of food for everyone, and they even had a huge surplus of food when the rest of the world was going without. Can you believe it? Believe it. Joseph became the most important person in the government. Pretty good for a guy who showed up as a slave, huh? He even saved his brothers from starving. You remember the guys who sold him in the first place? Oh, when they recognized him, they were afraid that Joseph would seek revenge. But Joseph was still obedient to God. He told his brothers... You meant what you did for evil, but God meant it for good. How do you come back from that one? I'll bet you could have heard a pin drop. Like the song said, God took hold to guide Joseph's future, 
same as he had his past. Because of this, Joseph's family became a great nation. But that's a much longer story. A story for another day. Be still, my soul, when dearest friends depart. And all is dark and in the veil of tears. Then shalt thou better know his love, his heart. Who comes to soothe thy sorrow and thy fears? Be still, my soul, thy Jesus can repay. From his own fullness all he takes away. In the book of Philippians, chapter 4, Paul, the writer, talks about, and I love this part, the peace that passeth all understanding. Or, as I like to say, the peace that don't make sense. I've known peace at times that I don't really think I should have known. Where'd that come from? Well, only God can do that. This world doesn't offer us hope. Not without God's leading hand. We can know what that's like if we're one of his children. He will soothe our sorrows and our fears. Be still, my soul. The hour is hastening on When we shall be forever with the Lord When disappointment, grief and fear are gone Sorrow for God Love's purest joys restored Be still, my soul When change and tears are past All safe and blessed We shall meet at last. This verse looks to the future, to a time when we're gonna be with him. And we'll be with him forever, too. It's not like one of those old bus trips where you get out and look at Waldrug or the Hoover Dam or the Grand Canyon or wherever, and then get back on the bus and drive home. Then you get home and as much as you love your own bed and favorite chair, you just want to take off on another adventure. Well, the day will come eventually when we're with Jesus, and we never need to say goodbye. We never need to get back on the bus and come home. We'll already be home. We never need to go without 
because God will provide everything we need. <sighs> and listen to these words again. When disappointment, grief, and fear are gone, sorrow forgot, love's purest joys restored. Disappointment, grief, and fear, all gone. What a great thought. Not only will nobody disappoint me, I won't disappoint anyone else either. That reminds me of the time that I was baking for one of our dinners for the church. We hold lots of them here because I've got a big house, a big yard, and a big old porch. Anyway, I made three of my award-winning strawberry and sour cream pies, one of the most popular of my pies. Now, this particular treat has sugar sprinkled on it before it gets baked, giving it a sweet and even crispy feel. There's no top crust, just a creamy topping that is so good. Oh, it's making me hungry thinking about it. So, I was making these pies just before bedtime. And this was after I'd spent the whole day cleaning the house. Well, I must have been awful tired, because instead of sprinkling sugar on top, I gave it a healthy dose of salt. Even worse, I didn't notice it when I took it out of the oven. The first I realized it was when my friend Rhonda took a big old bite. Let's just say the smile left her face pretty quick. She's not usually a sourpuss, but she puckered like a walleye when she put that pie in her mouth. I had to apologize to everyone and tell them I had no pies that were edible that day. More than a few people were heartbroken, but they understood. People make mistakes, and I'd done just that. But there is no disappointment when we're with God. That is an amazing thought. Just take a moment to think about that. And no fear... I gotta tell you, even at my age, I still get to being afraid sometimes. I take my eyes off the Lord and get to thinking that this world is taking control of everything. I just gotta remember. Always remember that God is still in control and nobody has moved him from his throne. Like the song says, we can be still in our souls. God is in control. And he always will be. Be Still My Soul was written by Katharina Amalia Dorothea von Schlegel. That's a mouthful, and I couldn't really say if I said that right or not. I doubt she'll track me down. If she did, I'd just serve her a piece of my famous pie, and not the salt strawberry pie. She was born in 1697. As you might have guessed, she was German. The hymn was translated later by Jane Borthwick, a Scottish lass. The music, called Finlandia, that we sing it to, came later and was written by Jean Sibelius. It's a song I have grown to love for many years now and speaks to me of the peace that we should have, despite the difficult things happening around us. It's that peace that passeth all understanding. That peace that don't make no sense. 
God wants us to be at peace. He wants us to rest. He doesn't want us to be troubled and upset all the time. That's the world that wants that. Well, we can have better than the world offers. <sighs> well, I suppose that's all for tonight. I should let you get some sleep. So, if you're still awake, just still your soul, breathe deep, and rest. Remember, rest is something that God gave us on the seventh day of creation. So it's a perfect and holy thing. Let me pray for you real quick, and you can get some shut-eye, as my cowboy friends say. Gracious God and Heavenly Father, thank you for getting us through the day. Give us all a good night's sleep, refresh our bodies, and get us ready for what you have waiting for us tomorrow. Thanks for being so good to us and being with us when we need you, even if we can't see you. Watch over my friend here. I thank you for them, and I thank you for your son, the Lord Jesus. And I pray in his name. Amen. Ah, all righty then. Go to sleep, and you're welcome on my porch any time. Come on back whenever you want. God bless you. Good night, my friend. Sleep well. And come back and see Granny Edith again soon. She has many more stories to tell. <laughs>